Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Yes, they're back. And you can text the show on 812.15. Some of you already have. That's how keen they are. Mm. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Happy New Year. Happy Mm. New Year, Frank. Happy New Year. Thanks very much. Probably so, a little low-key start this morning, I think. Can I tell you, I've written um, to 2015, or 2015, as they say on Sky. Oh, yeah. I um, Did I ever tell you that? I did a series of links with Joan Batewell for uh, my Sky Arts programme. And we said 2014 in every link, and then they said, sorry, you've got to do that again. It's Sky Policy that we have to say 2014. <gasps> oh, dear. Oh. What about when I watched the final... Of Sky Portrait Artist of the Year. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Go god, on. I loved it. Did you? I absolutely loved it. But you didn't tell me uh, Dame Serena McKellen was on, as I believe he likes to be called. Well, because the whole show is very hosh hosh. You oh, see, I loved oh, it. Oh. I absolutely loved it. No, well, it's was... been on. What do you mean it's hosh hosh? Well, it's been it's been on now. I never know. Do spoilers stop at broadcast, well, or, of do, you, they or do, do you have to allow for a bit of Sky Plusing? Uh, I think we should allow for Sky Plusing in the modern. I know, era. but there's a limitation. I mean, it went out. You know. Ten days ago. Mm. To mm. hell with them. Can I say the right person won? I didn't say their sex, I just said the right person won. Yes. Well, you know, the right person always wins in life, I find. Do you think? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's this week's texting. <laughs> Does the right person always win in life? I think we might get a lot of no's and, and, and yeah, the odd yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. From, from, from people that have... I don't know if we get any yeses at all. <laughs> Unless you text in. Uh, well, now. <laughs> did I win or did I come a healthy fourth? <laughs> you just said. <laughs> I, um, oh, I'll tell you what I would like to ask our readers, though, um, is that uh, I, I, had, I did the usual Christmas uh, lunch thing. Oh, how was your turkey? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my 78 quid turkey. You're all right, you don't have to tell the what world, about do you? when I went no, round to Frank's for Boxing Day and he gave me some poppadoms for my lunch? Yeah. Well, that's it, you know, we're international. <laughs> in that is hands. honestly what he gave me. I turned up for Boxing Day, I thought, oh, I'll get tucked into the turkey. Do you want some poppadoms then? <laughs> wow. That's she was going to say poppers and I did a, I did a, I <laughs> I did a throat slitting <laughs> signal and she changed it at the last minute. <laughs> Pulled me out of a bit of a uh, broadcasting nightmare there for a second. <laughs> um, yes, so we had. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I did do, by the way. I wore my um, my leather Christmas hat for oh, Christmas excellent. dinner. Oh. It was uh, it was a bit special. I must I must tell you. But um, more more of that later, as Emily would say. Mm. What I wanted to talk about was, and um, we had crackers. Yes. And, Were they expensive uh, ones, or well, as to price? The first cracker... How often do you get this in a cracker? One of those bookmark the bookmarks that are like a clasp, like a metal clasp that fits on the top of the page. You know the ones I mean? Yeah. I know it looks well. a bit, looks, You know an at sign for um, a website? Yes. yes. It looks like a metal version of that. Uh-huh. When did they become cracker-friendly? <laughs> bookmarks? I don't know. 
And then we had one, and I said, oh, look, Boz, I said to my uh, child, I said, it's a whistle. It wasn't a whistle, it was a small um, sellotape dispenser. <laughs> oh, I'd actually like one of those. Yeah, but w- w- no one could find the end. It ruined, ruined a, a large part of It's a bit like this lunch. show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's a bit like this uh, this particular feature, at least. <laughs> <laughs> and then a mini tape measure. Did you get your crackers from Ryman's, the stationer, oh, well, or something? I love stations. <laughs> but a mini tape measure, if you think about it, it's a bit of a waste of time. No, I, I couldn't even trust <laughs> Not if you work in my office, it's not. <laughs> I think they downsized the actual dimensions. I couldn't even trust it. Frank, if you gave me a mini tape measure, I'd be so flattered. OK, well, you can have that one. Oh, I'm having that. Um, <laughs> you, you can have the not a whistle um, salad tape dispenser. So I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> that's what it should be called. So I'd like to know your um, our readers' um, best and worst uh, cracker gifts this Christmas. Worst, preferably. But if you, if you had some real goodies, we'd love to hear that as well. I don't know. I can't imagine that happening on waste ground. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. One of our readers, uh, who's called Zoe Loves Bikes, she says, we've had the crackers of which you speak. This year, just the shoehorn slash golf tees type. Oh, I don't think I've ever had a shoehorn in oh, a cracker. I love a shoehorn. Barely, barely room, is there? Well... What I'd like is a shoehorn. As, as the shoe slips on and you pull the crack, uh, pull the, um, the shoehorn and it bangs. Well, like the cracker. I love that. I travelled, I toured with a shoehorn uh, this, this time. This I year. won't speak about Gareth Richards. <laughs> yeah, you get to an age where you think, oh, I wouldn't mind a shoehorn, especially one of those full-length ones. Oh, what about a tortoiseshell? Love it. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, I've got some material that's been shoehorned into the overall show, but it's not... Uh... Don't put yourself down. I've told you about that before. <laughs> we do that. There's plenty of other people to do that <laughs> yeah, in true. life. Uh, we've had a text, weird cracker gift I saw when I was in a rehab Christmas dinner for clients a bottle opener I genuinely <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely got a bottle there opener you are a core audience ladies and gentlemen your demographic Frank yeah. I got a bottle opener in a uh, Christmas cracker this year and I thought oh, I probably won't use that and about Half an hour later, I found it on the shelf again and opened the bottle with it. You They're see? handy. They're really nice. Awesome. I love it when they find a use for them. I, I love it yeah. when life is that neat. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I, um, I was saying, I just, well, I've, I've written um, t- 2015. I've written that twice so far. Have you? And on both occasions, I've sort of uh, congratulated myself. Oh, well done, you. <laughs> sort of thought, oh, remember? <laughs> When you forget, when you write 2014 to 2015, there's an element of self-loathing. Yeah. But you know I what? Really what I love about you, you're so kind to yourself, aren't well, you? I, I just kind of feel like I'm on the ball now. Yes. 2015. Yes, and you are. And I'll tell you something else I did this morning. You know, you know whenever I take money out of a, um, a, a, a cash... Uh, what are they called? A hole. cash point, darling. Yes, cash point. Uh, hole in the wall things. I always sing... That's a, where you take money out from, Alan. I always yeah. sing yes. Got Brass in Pocket to myself, yeah. Yeah. always. And I, I remembered this morning, I put my socks on and I was standing up. And whenever I do that, I always do the um, flute solo from uh, <laughs> Jethro Tolls Living in the Past. Because their lead singer and flautist, Ian Anderson, always stood on one leg. Is that right? Yep. Oh, it's my life. <laughs> Maybe I should be on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they like, isn't it? They love things like that. from yeah. one's domestic world. 
So, yes, I, I tell you what I did do, though. I watched a documentary about Michael Landy, the artist. Michael Landy. He has a thing, he has a... Uh, an art installation called the Art Bin, and it's an enormous commercial breakfast radio. Keep it live. Okay, well, it's mm-hmm. a giant. No, but I'm I'm going to broaden it. Okay, good. trust me. Hurry. Um, I, I've <laughs> never never completely lost a common touch. I think you'll find. <laughs> um, no, it's so he has an enormous bin, and artists go and put art that they think hasn't really worked. They go and put it in the bin. Oh yeah, and it's quite a spectacle. And I wondered if it couldn't be generally applied to life. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I wondered if if we could um, we could have a sort of a, uh, a theoretical art bin, and we could bring our failures to uh-huh. it. Oh, great! I, I thought I might start the ball rolling. Oh, the and Brits. Then, <laughs> sorry, the Brits. No, not. Um, <laughs> she said it. Okay, I'll tell. You, I'll start. I will start off with the Brits. That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is me. Uh, here it goes into the bin. Um, oh, fine. It's a strange. It sounds like it's been fired by a medieval pulley system, <laughs> like they used to fire decayed cows into uh, fortresses. I've uh, got something to nominate. Okay. I'm, this may shock you. I'd like to nominate my appearance in Dare the Triffids. Oh. Listen, hear me out. I know I was young. Sci fi classic. <laughs> Um, that's a bit personal. Yeah, I, I, can I say that when I said sci-fi classic, I so wanted to say it to the tune of Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> sci-fi classic, never seen a better guy. I know that's not the lyrics, but I can't remember. I know you're very kind to me, but I saw it recently. It was on. Mm. It's quite tragic that never I watched it, but there you go. No, you were right to watch it. Um, I wasn't, because I was <laughs> appalling. Oh, you My were a child. My accent was all... People always say that, and that's what's interesting. They never say you were good, they say you were a child. And that's how I know it was bad. Yeah. Oh, I find right. my dead brother in they the flower beds... They never said that to Drew Barrymore. No. <laughs> I found my dead, my dead brother in the flower beds. Yes. And do you know how I said it? How the line? I remember the line. Go on, do it again. Please, please come and see what's happened to Tommy. Oh. This yeah. slight Cornish accent. You're right. It's, I know if that had happened to you in real life, you wouldn't have been that concerned. <laughs> 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 Those are my flowers! <laughs> <laughs> I think... I know this is a bit room 101, and we shouldn't really vote, but I want that to go in, Frank. I'm sorry, it's going in. They're the triffids. Well, I'm going to play the Frank oh. on room 101 role here <laughs> and say, well, hang on, if we put that in the uh, failure bin, then what can you refer to as your moment in the sun in your childhood acting career all the way through your life from there on in? Cause uh, you, what about the professionals? A... Is that not good enough for you? Oh, can, I didn't know I... you'd been in the professionals. Can I, just, can I just give you a bit of this? This is the theme tune from Day at the Triffids, which I feel, I feel should be played at this point. Yeah. Now I'm going to see if I can, if I can, if I can handle this. Okay, right. There you go. It's in. That was more technically difficult than you might think. I'm quite (laughs) pleased with myself. What a start to the year it's been. Fantastic. Um, okay. Well, I'm sorry to that because that is a sci-fi classic. But, no, but it's uh, my choice, and I'm happy with it. Yes. And what I like is, it, I suppose, what's difficult about it is normally I, I thought we'd comment on each other's choices, but you'll notice Al and I have been completely silent. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is from Kai in Streatham. Morning, Frank, Emily, and Alan. I write this in the early hours of the morning from a coach ride. Oh, Dr. Johnson. <laughs> Newcastle to London, oh. where the podcast is providing comfort as we speed towards our 6am destination. Just a thought, why does your show only have one feature? What would that be? Email corner? 
Well, I don't know. Hmm. May I suggest some others? Oh. Dean there done that, in which Emily recounts an adventure from her week. All, which she does every week anyway, we just don't yes. have a name for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alternative version, Dean there Don Black. Emily deconstructs a contemporary musical libretto. Oh, I'd love to do that. That's I'd love good, to that's, do that. That is a good one. My yeah, musical I like, expertise. I like. I, I might like get my own show off Don the back Black. of that. Mm-hmm. Inner skin. Do fantastic punk documentary? Don Black. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Inner Skinnerd. I don't. Mm. Know, I don't know about that. <laughs> Frank reflects on someone showing their true colours, with a musical bed of Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, you, you see, I've, I've got my... Uh, Lena Skinner. I've got my heart set on a musical bed of... I see your true colours <laughs> shining <laughs> No, but then it's the Leonard Skinner reference. No, I know, but... Yeah. True colours, true colours, <laughs> I see your true colours. Can you just imagine? You That'd be so that moving. Bit, It'd be so weird. moving. On a I'm scale weird. of one to ten, how creepy was that, Alan? Well, I didn't like the fixed eye contact that I got for the last one. That really That's made because me I see your true colours shining <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. Sort of a purpley uh-huh. red. What about Alan Adam? Actually, isn't all our true colours are slightly purpley red? <laughs> yeah. What about Alan Adam? Is that a Alan, pun on Aladdin? Well, hold your horses, you'll find Is out. It? Alan hosts a phone-in of what three wishes the readers would choose, hopefully with many pantomime opportunities to use his Alan's mother impression. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Keep up yeah. the good work, darlings. Kai and Streatham. Well, it's a, it's a fine um, missive from, from... Is it Kai or Kyle? Kyle. Kai. Kai Green. How do you mm-hmm. spell Kai? K-A-I. How many questions? <laughs> well, I just, I don't... Good I, heavens. These modern names... <laughs> these modern names? <laughs> sort, of, sort of Dardarist naming of children. You throw some letters into the air and see where they land. <laughs> Nevertheless... You're on thin ice. Um, I, um, I think it's a very fine, um, email from Kai. I, mm. I, I, I've often thought, you know... I, in fact, every, this time every year I think, ooh, why don't... I think, ooh... <laughs> um, and then I think, um, why don't you know? When you listen to Christian O'Connell, he's got like fifty features going on, different regular bits and per stuff. link. Yeah. Makes yeah. it sound, about his face. Makes it sound like they've done a bit of um, you know pre. Oh, pre they plan it though, don't they? They're good. Well, that's good. Yeah, but we could we could have you know we could have a we could may, maybe try adding one more feature and see how that happens. Right, the Alan, Aladdin one. Alan, well, see, Alan Aladdin. But the oh, it's is, funny that you went for that one. Yeah, we'll have a massive What about Inner Skinnerd? Um, the thing, is, ego, the thing is about <laughs> Alan Adin, surely we want to shorten your name to Al, don't we? You can call me Al. Al Adin. Yeah. That, oh, Aladdin. That works better than the uh, than oh, Kai's yeah. suggestion, doesn't it? Yeah, but you know, that's just Aladdin. Then. I'm just, you know, I've just <laughs> I've just been brought in to joke it up a bit. Yeah, yeah but that's just Aladdin. <laughs> no, not the way we say it, though. We'll say well, no, it's time for it? Al. Adding, that's what you see. It's all kind of it's just sweet. That makes it sound like I'm doing maths if it's Al adding. I'm not <laughs> well, that, that would be a good be one. Awful. Yes! What about if oh, we did that? Oh, I love that. So every week, oh. you, you or I take it in yes. turns to give him a string of numbers, and then he has to add them up. Oh, can we do it? Oh, please, I, I hate, love I Al this feature. Adding. It's awful. 7, 18 and 23. <laughs> this is the worst year 7, of my life. 7, 18 and 23. 42 Seven. times 203. Ah! No, no, one at a time. What's happened to this show? Uh, that was Al Adin. <laughs> and there'll be more of that next week. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. 48. <laughs> Congratulations. How dare you? Seven, I keep my just secret. 7, 18 and 23. I had to do it with my pen. <laughs> Did you really do it? Yeah. 
Oh, uh, well done. <laughs> Took me a while. Got there, though. You're hot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we could have one called Alan Taketh and Alan Taketh. <laughs> Take us or give us and a land take us away. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Carrying on with the uh, yeah. mathematical well, anyway, theme. It's not as good as Al Adin. I think we should come back to that. I enjoyed it. Okay, good. I think Meanwhile, the fact that you managed to work that out, that's like a superpower to me. I you know I'm phobic about numbers. I think it was quite a long song. <laughs> I think three Life, minutes to do three a long numbers. song. Mm. But the tune ends too soon for a song. Must <laughs> be socks. You Sermon was very strange this Sunday, wasn't it? <laughs> you okay, we haven't suggested anything for the failure. Oh, we've had a text in for well, a failure, haven't we? Yeah, um, a tweet actually. Oh. From Monty Dariani. Wasn't he uh, one of Sherlock Holmes's uh, <laughs> friends? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he fell down the. Um, <laughs> I can make. Yeah. Um, Monty Dariani says, I would like to nominate numerous attempts to get read out on my favourite radio. Hashtag failure bin, hashtag long time reader. It's no longer a failure now, Monty no, Dariani. The trouble is we can't put you in the failure bin because you've been read out, Monty. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, isn't life strangely <laughs> twisted? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I had a, can I say, I was, um, 101 started last night, room 101, and I, oh, I, I did. I love the way you called it, 101. Yes, it's sorry, very I, in the trade. I went a bit, I went a bit. Oh, I, remember, um, I yeah, it's Frank from 101. The, I was in the Fools and, <laughs> Only Fools and Horses uh, office once, and the phone went, and the director went, Hello, Fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. Yes, loved they do it. that with 8 out of 10 cats, cats. Is that what they call it? Yeah. No. Hello, cats. What do they do when it's out of ten cats? Does count down? Do they go allow countdown? Because that's really going to confuse things. <laughs> hmm. Oh, it'd be interesting to know how they get around that one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, one oh one. Yeah, and I did a. Uh, I'm going to call it a joke, uh, I, in which I, I was talking about men's clothes sizes. I have to go into a shop and say I'll have a fifteen and a half inch collar and a forty two regular chest and a yeah. thirty two. Where my girlfriend just says twelve, and she just gets everything, and at. And then Kath, who was watching it with me, said, 12! <laughs> <laughs> and then on telly I said, actually, can we do that again, in which I say 10? Oh, I'd have gone 8. So she fell so perfectly into my comedy Brilliant. trap. It was, oh, <laughs> it, was, it was a joyous moment. It must so, be like that moment when, you, when, you, when you're at... When the caveman is sitting <laughs> at home and he is... Frank, please. You know when the, when, when the neck goes up with the, uh, the antelope in it? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, imagine... Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> get, all the get sound the, effects. Get the pan on. Get the pan on. I'm going to get the, uh, <laughs> the antelope. Steve, what are you doing in the net? Steve. I said don't put it, I said don't put it on this path. <laughs> Steve. Yeah, little, 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 little bit of uh, caveman life. Yeah. Life. I'll tell you what, that's and not going in the failure bin, is it? No. no. Our new knock, feature. Knocking it out of the park. That's there. a new feature. That's our new feature, caveman life. Caveman in- life as brought, as reenacted <laughs> by Frank Skinner. <laughs> caveman club, we could call it. It's a pun. Caveman there, club. I think I'd have got on really well in caveman times. Mm. I can see you in a sort of Raquel Welsh fur bikini. Can you now, you yeah. filthy Sorry, creep? Early. <laughs> Sorry, early. Sorry, everyone. 36. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was halfway through that sentence and I thought, no. No, there's something quite prehistoric woman about me. That's actually a Ronnie Biggs quote. <laughs> <laughs> I was halfway through that sentence and I thought, no. <laughs> oh, it's great to be back, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
We were talking about the uh, the failure bin. We haven't really got a proper name for it. See, the art bin is a good name, but it's not really art, is it? Yeah. What are we going to call it then? I don't know. Uh, okay. Someone will come in with a, a good title okay. for it. It's mm-hmm. where the bin where you put your failures finally to rest. Um, it's not oh, snappy, is it? I'm going to put now. I don't think we can call it that. <laughs> that wasn't a suggested title. <laughs> and that was a summary. It's a very big difference. Slogan summary. Come on. Okay. Um, I think I'd like to put in my right shoulder. Why? Oh. Yeah. Because my right shoulder is a bit, um, well, it's always been a bit rounded, slightly turned in. Just the right? Yeah, just the right. Oh. So I look, well, sometimes when I'm speaking to people, I notice they're leaving me space. They think I'm go- about to veer off sharply to the <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> I look like, have you ever um, arrived at your house carrying things and you realise that the keys are in your left-hand pocket and you have to reach across into yeah. the opposite pocket? That's what my yeah. shoulder is always like. Oh, it's turned. Uh, I went. I've, I have done a series of. Uh, I've had physiotherapy to try and uh, mm-hmm. lift it back. Yeah. Um, with you know weights and like stretchy things you mm. have to pull on. Oh, resistance bands. Yeah, I like. Yeah, those. all resistance bands. Yeah, they were good. I like that one. Um, we ate the Nazis. <laughs> Remember that band? <laughs> that, re- that resistance Thank, band. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Um, what? You can't Stay. do. You can't do a French Just resistance. Move on. Um, so uh, yeah, so I, I've I've given up on it. I'm gonna let I leave it round. On the shoulder. I'm Are you? Put, I'm gonna put it in the bin. Do you know what? I think you've got a lovely little physique. No, you can't. You can't put one of your shoulders in the bin though. <laughs> okay, I think I can this one. I have, because it has been. <laughs> it's something I have worked at, so it feels like a failure in my efforts to correct. You've it. tried to improve it and it's failed. Then you're left. If I wear a slogan T-shirt, people can never read the first part of it because my shoulder is so collapsed on that side. It's just wrinkled. It's actually collapsed now. People Isn't there sort of a bra a thing shoulder. that you can wear? Yeah, people, no, I need a brace. What I need is somebody... You know when you said that thing when someone puts the knee in someone's back and pulls oh, yeah, their shoulders yeah. back? I need, I need I that. that no one I, there's no one I trust that much. Uh-huh. But So people say to me, Key says relax. What's that mean? And then I have to stretch it out to show him the film. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to put my right shoulder into the, the bin. OK, I think, so. I'll, I think I'll allow that. I I've got a bit about, uh, Hello 101. I worry about yeah. the impact it's going to have on your right arm. Like, surely you need it there to no, dangle he doesn't your arm need that. I don't need that anymore. Oh, <laughs> that's disgusting. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I know what you're talking about, and you're no, disgusting. No, you don't. You're reading things into... I'm not, I'm not that comic anymore. <laughs> also, I think there's, a, I, there's something I need uh, also need to put in the bin. What Do you it? remember when I talked about going to see the Rembrandt exhibition? Do I ever? And I, I pointed out the fact that... Um, well, I don't know if I did point it out, that in fact his full name is Rembrandt von Rhein. Yeah. And I said we had to really, you know, speed through it. It was like von Rhein's Express. Now... In order to get... It got nothing, as it did then, again. <laughs> um, How many more times will you try it? How no, many more have no, to die? To, I'm about to put it in the failure okay. bin. OK. In order to get it, I think you need to know that his name's Rembrandt van Rijn, and also you need to know the film Von Rijn's Express. You need yeah. to know both of And even mm. if you know them, it's not funny. <laughs> it's just sort of... It's like watching someone do a jigsaw, is what it's like. You think, yes, they fit together, but what of it? And Thank so... You you know you're putting it in the bin. He yes. Will, he will kill again. 
You will do the stuff. No, I, w- I won't do Von Ryan's Express again. This is it. I don't know. You've done that ER joke a lot. I mean. <laughs> 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 We're just going to talk about things he's done a lot. Yes, yes. Okay. Don't bring up the Philip Philip Glass gig. <laughs> half full or half. Oh, <laughs> it goes Von Ryan's Express. <laughs> There you go. I like Gone his putting individual jokes in to the bid. <laughs> no, it, it, it was now. more than it's that. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> From a 25-year-long career, <laughs> individual jokes. Well, this there's only about run. four that's failed. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey. Good for you. <laughs> Unfortunately, three of them were series. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. One of our readers, 523, he says, read something for the failure bin. How about my email corner jingle attempt that got shot down in favour of Toby Riding's <laughs> oh, version? That's from wow, Mash and I love that he knows his enemy's name. Yeah. I want, so who is it from? So this is from Mash in Battersea, and his email got shot down in favour of Toby Riding's version. So is Mash Matthew Mays? I believe like so, it. yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, this, this, was, um, this was Matthew's... Uh, thing I'm not convinced you made the right decision <laughs> oh, oh, oh you talked over the bin not for the first time I'm not convinced you made the right decision <laughs> Well, anyway, um, yeah, that's a, it's a very good call, that, though. Mm, it is. Excellent. And, 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 I th- and as Al pointed out, very interesting that he remembers the name of the winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you might have had to put it on a voodoo doll. <laughs> <laughs> his nemesis. That'll be yeah. his rosebud on his deathbed, he'll say, yeah. that Toby Riding. <laughs> yes. We've also had a suggestion for the actual name of this, uh, let's call it a feature. The uh, oh, was it a feature? Has been. I think we should call it well, a, it's feature. a feature. this week. Uh, 198 has texted, Frank, how about the Maggie Failbin? And, oh, and the, the put in brackets, the Maggie Philbin. Philbin, yes. yeah, the put in brackets Philbin, which is... Uh, <laughs> and somebody's just texted, Frank, what about the bin of failures? John Leeds. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit another, imaginative, John. It's another summary, that. It's a bit Von Ryan's Express. <laughs> How dare you. We've it's also... in the bin, you can't bring that up. I like Maggie Failbin. I Maggie do. Failbin's That's good. really good. In case you don't remember, she was married to... Um, to Checkers. Keith Chegwin. Mm-hmm. And she did Tomorrow's World? I got that she right? She did. I remember from Saturday morning. She really Kelly, stood I by think. that man as well. Mm-hmm. Did she? Mm. God, she must have been covered in vomit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hi, Frank. What about Bin Laid On? Uh, Ian yes, from I see. work. So <laughs> I see what you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I do that every week. No. no. If it was word gets round. Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, I think I think we're safer with followers of Maggie Philbin. Yeah, yeah. true enough. <laughs> you said uh, Albinyar, haven't you? Albinyar. No, it's Albinyar. Is it okay? Sorry, it corrected me on my bad country pronunciation, That's Emily okay. D. You, yes. you might notice that I haven't uh, suggested anything for the failures bin. Oh, well, well, you well, got? We have, we've only got a three-hour show. I, uh, <laughs> I literally can't. I literally can't think of any. Oh, I come think, on! Oh, I don't come think on! I've ever I can't. That's I, what I'm here for. I've uh, actually. The uh, the Maggie Failbin, um, where they've put in brackets Philbin. I did a version of that. I went into um, uh, a well-known chicken eatery. Mm. Uh, 
called Nando's. Oh, yeah. We've got the apostrophe. Oh, see, I was thinking Southern Fried. Um, I was going Dixie Cottage. And uh, there were some guys in wearing togas, and I said to my brother, oh, do you think they ordered their chicken to go? To go. And I couldn't get it to work. I was halfway oh, through trying the You did not say that. I did, yeah. It feels like that could work with your accent. It nearly, well. it nearly works. Enough to try it, and then as you've articulated, you realise, oh, this, like this is a It feels like that could work. On what planet could that work? I don't know. I, I think we can workshop it. We can save this, Jack. No, let's just put it in the bin. OK, OK, I'll put it in the bin. Let me just find the... Uh, here we go. Goodbye to the chulga. <laughs> Chicken chulga. Uh, it, it has gone. Funny old beard, isn't it? I'd also it's like to put in a, um, a patch of my face where my beard has refused to grow. I've got a full beard, but there's a little chunk that just... I'm, I'm going to have to keep moving my head now because I don't actually want you to zoom in on it. But yeah. it's like it's thwarting the rest of my face. Why I think you'll find there was a witch buried there in the 14th century. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15 or follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, I, uh, I was scrolling through the emails that we've received yesterday. This would have been a great opening line to uh, The Laughing Gnome by David Bowie. What, I was scrolling through the emails? I was scrolling through the emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought I'd stumbled on uh, uh, an argument-based text because I thought it said rowing into the new year. Oh. Um, here's the email. Greetings all. I've always found New Year's Eve to be a slightly passive affair, standing around glass in hand or watching Jules Holland on the telly. I decided that this year would be different. The stroke of midnight saw me seated on my rowing machine and with a heart rate of 152. <laughs> everyone singing Old Lang Syne. I rowed into 2015. Did he row with his arms crossed? <laughs> oh, old Lang Syne <laughs> style. I really felt as though I had left one year and moved into the next as I dismounted. All the best for two 2015 birdie. I, w I think we are all assuming that that is a he, aren't we? Without well, knowing. Yeah, probably it's a, it's a he. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dismounted what, is a very male yeah, thing to do. What kind of lady rose from one year into the next? No. Oh, well, I don't know. We could probably, if we, if we could remember the names of those ones that won medals, we could yes. probably yeah. say, <laughs> say that, but of course they were just... Those rower women. So fleeting their fame, the rowers. Ellen MacArthur is oh, that yes. one of them. She's the she a soldier Boom. or something? Oh, possibly. Oh, I think yeah. So. Oh, she seems she's one of those people you think, oh, I'd actually like her to be my friend. Uh -huh. Yes, she seems nice. very solid. Wouldn't, wouldn't go shopping for clothes with her though. Reliable. Um, well, so maybe anyway. if I was going to an army scene. Oh yeah, surplus. <laughs> But they rode from one year into the next. What do we think of that gang? I think that's good. Yeah? I like that. I, I think it's about time we... Because uh, we did the uh, traditional um, old Lang Syne stand in a circle thing did you? this year. Mm -hmm. Did you have your non-alcoholic wine, Frank? Um, at the stroke I, of midnight? Um, I did, actually. Lovely. Yes, it gave, gave a whole new... Uh, and I'd, we were in uh, Rosilli in Wales on the Gower yeah. Coast. Mm. Uh, singing a Scottish song. I mean, how oh. British. You'll see, I'm so glad we're still together. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, I'd forgotten to take my non-alcoholic wine, and then Adrian Childs arrived like the cavalry, not only with non-alcoholic wine, but with non-alcoholic champagne. No. So, Nate's invented champagne. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that. What's it? Yeah. He knows where to find booze, Adrian. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, well, even non-alcoholic. So, yes. So, yeah, I was in... Uh, that's where I was, Rosilli. And I, but I, I think rowing into the... That, I, I don't think we do enough with the new year. I think that's a clever, yeah. interesting... Yes. And also, it's... It's, it's original. It's, it's like the kickoff to that fitness, you know, that two-week fitness regime that we all like to do at the Absolutely. beginning of the year. Yeah. It's mm. uh, that's good. Stick it on the end of last year. Yes. Good work. That's what I say. I uh, I celebrated New Year's Eve in Manchester, but on time. Well, on you line. didn't then, because they they were late. Well, only the uh, city centre fireworks. Which uh, this is a, a fun story, isn't it? I like this. That it was. There's a very there's a funny video on the uh, on the website for this news story of uh, of them being like ten, nine, and they do the full countdown, and then no fireworks, and then a guy comes on and goes, "Sorry, the fireworks are delayed because there's a <laughs> tram right right in the firing zone." <laughs> Northern thing that's ever happened. Yeah. It's really <laughs> a tram pulled tram. into the station. Was it 1825? <laughs> it's great. So they no, actually no, apparently you, it was 12:04. 12:04. <laughs> and you, you being a fan of uh, of rejecting the oppressive 12s, the fireworks. Hey, you display, must have liked that. I Frank. was elated. I Were felt you? I've been working for towards this for a year, <laughs> and then Manchester <laughs> have their midnight so their um, New Year at 12:04. I really, I felt like it was like Joanna Lomley and the Gurkhas. Let's <laughs> hope <laughs> so it doesn't backfire the way that. My efforts have not <laughs> been wasted. It was oh, very moving. 15,000 people waited for it to get started. Yeah. Must have been like the Brits. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's in the bin now, Frank. It's in the bin. It's in yeah. the bin. Um, well, I must say, in Rossilli, the, yeah. the fireworks happened at uh, 12.30. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. So everything's a slower out there. Oh, I quite like that, though. I looked out the window, and there they were going off, and I could see the sheep in the field, and I thought, <laughs> you know that's here to put your pets away? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, during the um, mm-hmm. fireworks. Yeah. D- 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 doesn't that apply to, like, barnyard animals? Or oh, livestock. And, and, do they does. not get alarmed? You think they'd be more alarmed? Because at least yeah. the pets hear, like, alarm clocks going off and stuff like that, you know. And EastEnders and people yeah, rowing. Yeah, Doctor Who cranked up on the telly. But those in, we were in a field and then there's fireworks. It must be absolutely terrifying. I'm glad you've said this, because I began this year with one of my most boring sentences ever. After a very loud firework display, I turned to my wife and said... That was really loud, and we're only half a mile from a nature reserve. <laughs> <laughs> Already a possibility for one of my quotes of the year. Fantastic work. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're talking about Manchester's tardy fireworks. And Mm-mm. Kate Renton has tweeted us to say that uh, Butlin set theirs off at 7.03pm on New Year's Day. Oh, fa- it's working. Brilliant. It's Maverick's working. My, my revolution is working. Mm. Do they still have people... That, do they still eat next to those glass windows where people are swimming in the pool at Butlin's? <laughs> That's always... I remember thinking as a kid, that, does it get any better than that? Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You see people having their dinner and, like, Dad goes past... <laughs> Underwater. <laughs> I always think Bartlins right. looks really nice. Why don't we all go? Why don't we go for a works outing? Yes. Well, it's a bit of a busman's holiday for me. You know, I uh, I did a couple of summers as a red. Oh, of course. Oh, you were you did, a red, yeah. were you? Yeah, just for a couple of summers. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder West, you, Wonder West. Ever, um, this is the holiday we love best. Lots of fun for everyone here at Wonder West World. Um, oh, <laughs> I did. I like. I hope it was delivered with a bit more gusto. It was. No, I think we know it wasn't. Day. 
Did you ever do a diner swim past? I didn't, not to my knowledge. Did they have that facility? <laughs> I think they did. Did they know. have announcements? Did you do announcements and things? I did the odd announcement. I don't think they. I don't think I've ever heard of people doing a diner <laughs> swim past. Are you thinking about an aquarium where there's a dad lost in? No, no the pool was situated kind of next to the feeding. dining hall, and then there no, was I a glass wall. No, I know what you wall. mean. Yeah. You can yeah. look at the swimmers. <laughs> Lovely. I don't know about the hygiene. <laughs> pe- um, by the way, do people still put their pets um, away on the 5th of November? I don't seem to hear that mentioned anymore. We, we put um, our uh, quite nervy whippet at the best of times into her little bed and put the radio up loud during the um, fireworks. Radio up loud? <laughs> what do you I've put on? Drum and bass? She likes her... Uh, <laughs> I've, I've got a set of Dr Dre beats you can put on a... <laughs> oh, that would be great, actually. Yeah. We did what if try. she escaped, though? What if she run off and someone bit, saw that? Oh, no, that's a bit terrifying. weird, Frank. The dog all locked up with the radio. Yeah. yeah. So been an old age pensioner. <laughs> she likes it. <laughs> We put her in a coat as well because it's a little bit chilly in there. So she goes. It is like being an old age pensioner. <laughs> she goes too in many, a blanket. Too many layers. Radio on. Locked yeah. in the house. Terrified. See, Frank wouldn't ever let old Shep up to the bedroom. Oh, no, he did it once. And what did he do? He destroyed the eyder down. He, he, ri- he ripped, ripped a hole in the eyder down. Ripped a hole in the eyder down. Defecated on the bed. The <laughs> bedside. Does, she can't. does not go upstairs. She does not go upstairs. No. She stays down. That's but been said of me for, many a time. We did for a little while try to give her a positive uh, memory of fireworks. So every time a firework went off, we would give her a teaspoon of, like, salmon spread or, like, fish patty. Every time a firework every time, went off. Every time. And to be honest, it's a logistical nightmare. <laughs> Millennium night was a it's nightmare just, for her. Yeah. It's worse than plate spinning. He's trying to keep s- that many spoons on the go. So it's the salmon paste you give yeah, her? Yeah, she just didn't want it after a while. She's too No, trembly. I should think not. Yeah, 15th Roman candles gone up. <laughs> she was looking That's at a firework by anyone who's alarmed. Anyone who's going to find the RSPCA. <laughs> well, that's... Yeah, um, uh, yeah a strange I, I, way to spend New Year's Eve, getting fed salmon paste every two yeah, minutes. That's what I'm doing. I've decided I'm not going to do the rowing. I'm going to do a spoonful of... Uh, <laughs> Salmon paste for every firework. <laughs> not the radio I'm, I'm going to start at 10am with the Samoan celebrations <laughs> and go through the whole day. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Frank Emma has tweeted us to ask, have you just invented Room 101? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Talking about the, um, what's it called again, Al? Maggie Failbin. Maggie Failbin. Yeah, the thing is, that's things you don't like, Room 101, whereas this is things that you've, you know, once you were you thought were going to be great from your own personal life. So failures and, and pet hates are a bit different, mm-hmm. I think. Also, if anyone can use the Room 101 format on their radio show, mm. you'd think I might get away with it. Thank <laughs> you very much for asking, Emma. <laughs> I think you'll find it's called 101. You know what, Emma? <laughs> No, not really. Let's get, see if I can get her back out. And that's all right. Here she comes. All oh, that flaps put quite a nasty mark on the top bridge of your nose. It's not the first time you said that. Sorry oh, about that. For Garen Percival, uh, I sorry sh- has just um, that's okay. Has just nominated Alan for what's called an accidental partridge, oh. which is when someone says something on Twitter and sounds a bit like Alan Partridge and you've oh, had yeah. that so I think you're now on Accidental Partridge for saying those fireworks were really loud but we're only half a mile from a nature reserve <laughs> <laughs> but Can well. it be an Accidental Partridge if you're pointing it up as something 
You say he was. Stupid that you said. I didn't think it was stupid. I just thought it was <laughs> oh, sorry. fundamentally boring. Oh, sorry. This is the most embarrassing <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> but I am going to embrace my boringness in 2015. I know you may think I already had in previous years, but I'm really going to get a hold of it. Taking it in a bear hug. Yes, I'm really going to have it this year. Uh, and so Gareth- I don't think that quite qualifies because he knows. I think you have to not know for an accidental partridge. Then. Good. Oh, okay, Good Professor shout. of Twitter. Gareth Watts <laughs> has tweeted us. You're Gar- like. Oh, I wish I could be like Gareth Watts. For like this. Far, 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 far. Thanks, Brit's performance should come out of the bin. I still chuckle when I think of his Aphex twin gag. Oh, no. Was that the. Um, I remember calling him the Cornwall Kraftwerk, but I can't remember. Oh, did you? Yeah. Anyway, some something. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you for that. I I can't reach it; it's too far down. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, is that? Can I? Is that? Is I? No, sorry. Oh, I'm I, to we get need it. to uh, take a little wander. I think, don't we? Right, take a little wander on a Sunday morn. Come on, sing it. I don't know it. No, no. <laughs> Nor no, does anyone. Under the age of 19. is a treat. So all our listeners born in 1940. Okay, I think you'd have to be uh, a bit earlier than that, I think. <laughs> Here it comes. There you go. Okay. Let's kick off with Gail from New York City. Like yeah, tell me the about tea. the girl from New York City. Well, she says, Dear Frank M and Al, long-time reader, first-time caller. Lovely. Being mm-hmm. a painter... Oh, painter, sure. New York City. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> wow. tell you. How glamorous. What's her name? Uh, Gail. Yeah, she's got everything. Uh, she'll appreciate that joke of yours as well. Von Ryan's Express one that no one else likes. I don't, will she? Why? Because she's a painter. Yeah. yeah. She'll know painting. But, but she's too young to know Von Ryan's Express. Mm. Nevertheless. Okay. Being a painter, I often look through magazines to get inspired by colour combinations. Really? Imagine my dissatisfaction when paging through a well known fashion mag, I wonder which one that was, mm. to come upon a leather crown. She's oh. written that in caps. That's how excited she is. Wow. Surely this is a case of an accessories-based, I'm having no, that. Caps, is a, I think you'll find, is a, hot, is a hat-based blog. <laughs> <laughs> so says, she's written it in caps, so that's why she's gone straight there with the crown. Another the crown yarn. It was priced at? Yarn. It was priced at for a leather... Well, mine was free. I'd, I, I'd, have, I'd have paid a tenner for it. <laughs> OK. This was a cool, as they say in tabloids... Oh, it's a lot if it's going to be a cool... This was a cool $595. Insult Whoa. to injury. So what are we talking? That's three hundred and fifty pounds, roughly, is it? Hang on, let me do oh, some Aladdin. Oh yeah, Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, Frank, can you go. ask Aladdin? Where's, me, where's the jingle? Hold on, where's the uh, Al adding? It's about one point five Al. Here, here we go. Al. I believe here we the go. dollar to the pound. <laughs> God. Five nine five. Four hundred? I don't know. I, I think that sounds that. about right. Can't do that. What about that Al adding brackets badly? Those brackets. <laughs> Can someone clever confirm, is it about 400 It's a lot. But anyway. that's a lot of money for a leather crown. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's and a lot of money for anything. Well, Emily works in the fashion industry, and apparently one of Does the things she? that you have to do mm. is uh, fashion journalism industry, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. One of the things you have to do is when you're rubbing the sleeve of the garment, you have to think, how many seasons am I going to wear this? Yes. And how much is it going to add up to per wear? You have to do cost per wear. Very good. Knowing now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and yes. say, I don't think you're going to get that many... <laughs> costs per wear out of a leather crown. I mean, how many times a year do you think you're going to wear that out yeah, of but that's 365 Remember, days. I saw mine very much as a Christmas hat, but this might be, like, one might wear a, a tiara to a socialist engagement. So, not socialist, socialite. <laughs> that sounds like if overdressing. You're if you're listening, don't wear a tiara to a socialist engagement. I love be, the idea be, of that. That's the sort of thing I do. You'll be tarred and feathered. <laughs> Let me check my diary for the socialist workers' party. Do you know what, Frank? It's my tiara Tiaras back from the dry cleaners. That's my autobiography title. <laughs> yes. Well, I I wore. Well, I'll, I'll come to this shortly. But I did. I I actually wore my um, leather crown out over Christmas. You didn't. I did. Oh, that's embarrassing. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So you wore your crown out in public. Yes. I um, I went on on uh, Hampstead Heath on Christmas Day in a crown in a golden crown. Oh, no one would have thought you were an SKP. <laughs> no, I uh, I hope it doesn't work like the collar, the old coloured hanky in the back pocket. Cat <laughs> <laughs> um, said to me, "Oh God, you're going to wear that?" I said, "Yeah, it's Christmas Day." She said, "You look like Bart Simpson." <laughs> good shout. That and I thought shout. what I looked like was you know when you see people. Um, who, who aren't as famous as they used to be and they've tried to keep their old hairstyle or moustache so people still recognise them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it looked like an, an ageing Bart Simpson had stopped <laughs> with his boyish haircut to still get recognised. It's like uh, Dickie Davis with the badger streak. Mm-hmm. I think he was stopped with that. But, I mean, like, Willie Thorne has to keep that black moustache. has to keep dyeing it black, otherwise people wouldn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. Mystic Meg. Willie Thorne, snooker player. Mystic, Mystic, Mystic Meg, Meg and the Black Bob. See, yeah, exactly. I've, I've heard that gossip. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I noticed at, Chris, at Christmas lunch, um, I I wore it for that, and everyone else had paper hats on, and I sort of felt, I tell you how I felt, I felt like, you know when you... People who have their own ice skating boots at the at the, at the skating that they have to be a bit better at skating than every. I felt I had to be better at Christmas dinner. It's oh. very own ice skating boots, but then you know, but the I was pressure's more, on. I was generally yeah. more jovial. Yeah, and uh, you know, I oh, mm, this is. I really sort of thought uh, once you wear the leather Christmas hat, you've got to be yeah. Mister Christmas. You have yeah. to step up. It's like you've got to be an uber proficient ice skater. You're absolutely right. I've never. I don't think I've ever pulled a cracker with that much. Vigor. No. <laughs> I really was. He was like, whoa! <laughs> it's a tiny tape measure, everybody! <laughs> tiny. That's slightly Can I ask, Did people ask about the leather crown? Or on, were you on, the, on the heath? It's not that kind of area. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was, there was That's no not what area. I've heard. There was no, uh, none of some that. Some of your locals. Yeah, but there was rarely a word is exchanged. It's in like non verbal communication. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, nobody did. Nobody I even. put the crown on on Boxing Day. Boxing. Yeah, oh, when, when you I went, went to visit. To Frank's. Went to visit. And, um, oh, you did, yes. I let, I let, um, let her have a go on the crown. I let her have a go on the crown. Let her have a go on the crown. And it really helped my um, my nice festive eating Poppadom crisps experience, <laughs> I felt. Nice. Yes. Well, I thought, I, well, I, I just thought you'd be fed up a turkey by then. 
Mm. You weren't getting any of mine at that price. (laughs) The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Uh, we were talking about we were talking about Christmas is what we were talking about at the time. Mm. I went to uh, I went to mass over Christmas. I went to six o'clock mass. Oh, was on that open Christmas on Eve. Christmas Day? Is it lovely? Christmas Eve, I went. What they have a that? children's mass on Christmas Eve. A bit late. What is that? What's what's this mass thing you're speaking? It's about? like you know a church thing. They're getting in on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Everyone wants a piece of it. Aren't they? We've jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> or, was it, or was it an ass? So, We've um, jumped on the ass. Um, so, yeah, um, do you know, it was packed. Tourists. Packed. And I thought, isn't it weird? The, the two big things in my life, alcohol and religion... Mm-hmm. And both of them are ruined at Christmas by part-timers turning <laughs> up. Yeah. You know, Christmas, New Year, you can't get to the bar. And I always used to think, as a drinker, where were you people? 5.30 on a Tuesday when I was in here. <laughs> I'll be on honest, my own. Frank, I feel that about New Year's Eve, when the champagne drinkers come out. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. are you the rest of the year? Suddenly yes. you can't get it for love nor money. But I took Boz. Boz fell asleep on the way there. So he woke up halfway through the service. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit startled to find himself in a Catholic church, like he was one of those kidnapped Jewish babies from the 19th century. <laughs> and um, he uh, he started screaming the place down in panic. It took me back to those times I used to wake up during midnight mass in the 80s. <laughs> Did he <laughs> start realize. screaming? Was it like the omen? It oh, was. Man. I had to take him out. Oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that when I say I had to take him out, I don't mean that. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean I put a, a gun to his... T- I mean, I had to take him out of the church. He was, oh, he was screaming the place down. It was, it was terrible. Sounds like he's not religious. Maybe he's just... I go back. Well, that's what... Uh, that's Kat's uh, theory. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, uh, on that, if I may, I had a bit of a, a, a terrible old parent. Uh, you know, old parents like myself are always a bit... Uh, no, you know, you're a bit insecure about being a bit older. And I took him to the playground the local mm. playground. I won't have that, Frank. I think it makes you a better parent. Well, you know, it's, we'll see. And um, it uh, it was locked, the playground. Uh, but there was kids playing on the things. So, you know, Boz was pointing at kids playing on the slides and the swings mm. and stuff. And there were parents in there. I couldn't work it out. And uh, then a guy said to me, oh, you have to just climb over the fence to get in. Yeah. Do you know, I looked at it and I thought, I'm not, I'm not confident. I'm not confident I can get over that fence. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, it's a terrible moment. You needed, uh, you needed Gary Lineker to do his, um, his yeah. little move. Yeah. 2015, my inner ball would have been like, uh, actually, that's breaking and entering, son. I don't <laughs> think we'll be doing that. Well, I... Um, I liked. I tried to pass it off as my citizen, <laughs> good citizen, but really, I just I thought, how oh, terrible that he can't play on the place. So as we walked away, he kept pointing at the other children with younger parents oh, who climbed in. Oh, oh it's a terrible, terrible moment. And then Cad said, "Well, if one of them gets really injured, of course, and there's no there's no one there, I don't know what's going <laughs> to." And I thought it made me feel a bit better that that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what turned it round for me is oh, it's Pinocchio. Yeah. Did you? And you know, I Gep- haven't seen that in a while. Uh, it's a classic old dad, uh, old dad story of Geppetto uh, mm-hmm. beyond the child bear- bearing or rearing age. And then Bil- he has a Bil- puppet. He builds a child out of wood. Yeah. And um, there's a bit where isn't that, that what that, that was Simon Cowell did? <laughs> 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 and Michael Jackson. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, it, it still goes on. Yeah. 
But um, he, um, there's a bit where Pinocchio's swallowed by the whale. Do oh, you yeah. That? Yeah, because yeah. I remember yeah. it scarred me and for he's, life. He's on a raft with Geppetto, the old dad, rowing. <clears throat> and Geppetto sort of rolls his trousers up to row. Mm. And I rem- now, this is how pathetic I am when I get my inspiration. I remember watching that now, Christmas Day or something, and thinking, do you what, he's got very muscular legs for an old man. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you're not. Do you have a man crush on Geppetto? I thought you're not a cartoon. You know, you're not. (laughs) I thought you're not written off. You know, just because you got white hair, you can still be quite athletic. So that's that's my inspiration to get to get ripped in 2015. Is Geppetto? I have the same thing where I covet the physique of Thor, Batman, lots of lots of yeah, but they're they're people that are drawn. That's the strangest person you fancied, Frank. Was the caramel bunny. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, I was worried about the caramel bunny because Why? she had heavy makeup on, like she'd escaped from a research <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You know what we haven't talked about this morning? Me. <laughs> well, My Christmas. Okay. Oh, your Christmas. Yeah, I had a lovely Christmas. Thank you very much for asking. Good. My favourite present: some lint rollers. Oh, I got did. a value pack of four. You did hear that present ever. on the show. Yeah, and my, yeah. my dream came true. Is that for flattening your chocolate bunnies that you got at Easter? <laughs> How dare you? Okay, <laughs> sorry. I don't ever want to flatten those. No, you, um, I've heard some terms for them. But that do was... you know, I felt stiff with stress over the festive period, though. Did you? Because I realise it's very much, over Christmas, you have to go a bit we three kings of Orientar, don't you? When you turn up to people's gaffes, you have to bring presents. Um, well, look, I, we have a bit of debate about this because me and Kath are pretty bad at that. We tend to turn up with nothing okay. except ourselves. Okay, you but, bring comedy. Well, um, but I, <laughs> I got a bit nervous. I feel I should turn up with something, so I'm going to Frank's on Boxing Day. Um, well, I got fed poppadoms, hmm. and um, <laughs> the, the, the fight they are the the, the king of the. Uh, why not? That's why you had your crown on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I thought, I know what I'll do. Our management, our mutual management company, We Three Kings, mm-hmm. we get sent her a hamper, don't we? Which Some is very nice. Hamper. I thought, I'll just delve into the hamper. But then, of course, I realised Frank got the self same hamper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, did that happen? <laughs> Surely my hamper should be bigger. Is it, is it not done on your service? <laughs> It's not the army. <laughs> so I went to get the chocolate biscuits and I thought, well, I can't go for that. So I'm going to, I had to go for the Christmas pudding sent to me by Dior. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was. Which was from Claridge's. No, that so was quite exciting. Great. I handed it over. Frank looked so happy. The yes. face on him. Oh, that uh, was great. And well, Sandy Mason was there, my mother in law, and she was particularly delighted because they love a sweet thing, the elderly. <laughs> they do, yes. Oh, they do. They spend all night waiting for the, the dessert trolley. I tried to find a merriment. You can tell they're, pudding not, they're, not, they're not taking part in the conversation. They're just <laughs> listening for the rattle. <laughs> but the problem with it was, and I didn't say this to you or Sandy Mason, so I'm using the, the radio show. Is that it's been forum. injected with mercury by terrorists? No. <laughs> okay. Too late, we've eaten it now. I thought I was feeling a bit forlorn. <laughs> forlorn? That's what it brings out in you, doesn't <laughs> it? Forlorn. No, it was a very expensive porcelain presentation dish. Oh. And as I saw Sandy Mason open it, I thought, I'm having that with the porcelain presentation dish oh but I, so frank had some i thought i hope everyone eats this so i can take the dish uh-huh. but i couldn't so you still got the dish i, I ask I think you you'll qualify find that qualifies <laughs> as packing well does it 
Because I ask you to look within yourself yeah. and see how you feel every time you see that dish. Do you think I should get that dish or he should? Are you asking me as yes. judge? Yes. Oh, Judge I, Rinder. I, I don't... Judge Grinder. No! What you said. <laughs> judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> I, Still I, working. I don't know. Is it um, is it broken? The dish has the dish no, subsequently no. survived. God no. Yeah. Well, yes. Of course. Uh, God, we haven't. We weren't that feverish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just uh, what me? Is it me and me and Sandy was like a couple of dogs <laughs> fighting over <laughs> a bow with yeah. salmon paste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't like two whippets fighting over salmon paste at a bonfire uh, oh, event. I don't know who to. Uh, Maybe our readers could decide morally. Yeah, who gets to keep morally. the dish? Whose dish? Who owns the Claridge's dish? Text in because text because in. Emily said oh, this is what I bought you. Now when she said this, as far as I was concerned, it was the whole package. But I suppose she could have meant yeah. this is what I bought you, and it's in this, which is still mine. If she it was homemade, you would have returned it. That's all I'm saying. If it was homemade, was it homemade? Let's go to some music. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, let's go to some adverts. OK. Oh, that's what puts the food on the table <laughs> in the first place. Claridge's or no. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. What about... Hold it. Oh. I've got to do my thing. Oh, I hate that thing. Um, this is Frank done. Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I like the way you read that. It was very uh, terms and conditions. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Very T's and C's. Yes, so... Oh, I know what I was going to wanted to talk about. Go on. What about when I played Shops with Buzz? Oh, I loved it. Played Shops? Yeah. It's yeah. Frank's little boy, Buzz. Mm. Buzz has got a... I'm aware of the characters in this room. <laughs> <laughs> just haven't he's quite a, heard you. He's got a shop, sort of a, you know, a till, and he's got one of those swipe things. Oh, it's got, even got the microphone, so you no. can call for assistance. So, yeah, oh, so you can good. say, oh, next, uh, next customer, you can do all that stuff Brilliant. as well. I, I bought him a present called My First Black Taxi, little book. Yeah. Oh, nice. So that's lining him up for his for his career? <laughs> uh, in a the, shop worker um, or a taxi driver? Yeah, and he's... So he's in his fancy house, playing mm, yeah. shops. It's like Marie Antoinette's <laughs> dairy. <laughs> <laughs> but he got a bit confused, because I went to pay. I mean, there was all sorts at the shop. Oh. I got... Frank was like the stockroom boy, he kept running to get stock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I got an orange, cornflakes and a cucumber, all for £2. Every one was £2. Pounds. Well, Daisy said... Um, £2. Cathy said that. I said, how much you went? Everything's two pounds. He only knows two pounds. Yeah. Oh, good. I gave him too much money. He ran over to Frank. He said, Emily's given me too much money. <laughs> he panicked a bit. Little stage whisper. <laughs> he did. So Frank ran back. He said, well, just give her some back. Brilliant. Change. Yeah. Good. I got change. Um, but I noticed, it did make me think, actually, because I realised I really miss playing profession-based games. Because I used to play agents with my sister. You when like we were younger. Role play. Yeah. Yeah, agents. We used to play agents. <laughs> Theatrical agents. Yeah. So oh, we'd pick up brilliant. the phone, pretend to smoke with a pencil, and yeah. pretend we had a whiskey, because we right. thought they just had whiskey and smoked all day. I think that's some truth in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we always used to say, we'd say, yes, hello. Yeah, she can do that. £10, 11 o'clock. Thank you. Bye bye. Brilliant. And that then we put the phone fantastic. down. Fantastic. Yeah. That's essentially what your agents do for you. Not for £10, they don't. <laughs> no, mine does nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he likes odd numbers. No, yeah. I, d- I can't remember ever. You know, I was always like superhero and a cowboy and stuff like that. I like oh, the well, you fact didn't that Emily, agents. of all people, 
I thought you were a theatrical agent. Of course, Daisy, let us not forget, ran, ran, um, what was the name? Julie's, Julie's Cabs. Yeah. <laughs> Julie's Cabs. Yeah. So, yeah, did you ever play a profession-based games? I imagine you were a sort of blacksmith. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a local farrier. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. No, I can imagine that. When you're, yeah, bring him in on Tuesday, we'll do left forelock. I, uh, I haven't. I can't remember playing uh, profession-based games as a child, but I've played them recently with my daughter. Who, uh, you know, those little sort of things that you kind of uh, draw on, like a magnet, and it kind of makes. Oh the yes, picture. I know. It's a sketch. Yeah, like a little tiny version. No, they're of a that. smaller version. I know them. And I she picks them. it up, and I don't know if this proves that we eat out a lot with our children, but she picks it up and holds it as if she's a waitress and goes, <laughs> "What would you like?" <laughs> And then she sort of takes our order <laughs> in quite a sort of strange... Um, oh, I like that. But you do quickly run out of ordering normal foods and start going, I'll have pizza and ice cream, please. Oh, and lovely. of course, because she's a put kid... in the same order. Yeah, you just put it all in, because it's not real. It's not she actually coming out of the sweets. back. <laughs> she could work sweets. You see, we used sweets. to play uh, restaurant owners... We were a little bit more ambitious. Well, you're a different class, well, did aren't you? Just, you? So it did you just around with local hoodlums? <laughs> 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 no, we, um, I, those things that you're talking about, those notepads, are one of those... Th- you know when you see kids' magazines, they're not like... You get the human magazine. You yeah. get they get <laughs> humans. <laughs> my kids are non-human. The adult magazine. Human magazine. <laughs> my kids are miscellaneous. One thing that I don't see on men's magazines is you don't get big free things. No, you don't. No. But on women's, you get like you get like makeup bags. On uh-huh. kids, I buy a, to- a, t- a magazine for boys. It's got like nine action figures and a and a yeah. suit and a <laughs> yeah, suit you're right. inside the cellophane. There's nothing free on men's mag. You might get a CD. Tops. <laughs> you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I'm getting a bit bored, though. Now that this is what I don't like when January comes and Christmas is over, it's these dry January people. I oh. can't bear them. Oh, good. I actually can't bear them. Oh, I'm glad to hear Either this. give it up entirely or push the hell on through. This is That's the what no- I'm doing. <laughs> I'm pushing no- the hell on through. No alcohol thing. Yeah. Such a rubbish thing. Stop going on. Either give up and be Frank Skinner or be me. Yeah, but... There's no uh, nothing that's the in the choice. middle. That's or, the choice. Can I throw in another choice? Yes. Like, rather than giving up for four weeks when everybody else is, just be vaguely interested and give up for eight weeks at a different time of year, or three weeks. Just try not to be so clichéd. It's such a modern cliché. Oh, I'm going to drink it during January. Good impression. They're exactly the same people <laughs> that, that could I would be, be one quite of your, happy um... if they gave up water during January. Oh. I'd, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Here's another suggestion for a sort of compromise. What about cannuary, in which you only drink beer out of cans? <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a great idea, So Frank. you stay out of the pubs, generally. I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah, cannuary. I think I'd look great with a can. Also, yeah, you would. dry January, is that the best name they could come up with? Does what about banuary, in which you ban, <laughs> ban. drink? You know, to, like Movember, they've made an effort there. They have. Banuary. Uh, Banuary. I can imagine, as someone who was once some... Um, dry January could just, f- just dry white wine for me. That's <laughs> a good <January>. point. <laughs> yeah. Frank, you were someone who was once... Um, you were pretty fond of alcohol. How dare it's you. fair to say. Yeah, but you were. Do you find the dry January people very irritating because they're just flirting with abstinence? Well, I mean, it's, it is pretty poor, isn't it? A month. Yeah. yeah. Why bother? Small beer to you, isn't it? <laughs> 
good, good. There's so many ponds there. It's like yeah. a multi-ringing. That's like the singing ringing tree of ponds, <laughs> if you remember that. I, um, I, if I, it's not being used to help any... Movember is a charity thing, isn't it? Is it money raised? I think dry January might be as well, well but... Is actually, it? 869 has texted. Just some of, Guys, some of us are doing it for cancer research in oh, January. Well, that's, that's Ray and Bexley. Different, that's a different well, just because okay, I'm drinking in January corrected. doesn't make me pro-cancer, does it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I'm actually I'm, going I'm mine I'm going to drink all the way through January. I'm actually I'm going still, mine You can <laughs> drink and give money. Exactly. That's fine. And that's I fine. am. That's absolutely fine. I, th- I didn't. Re- I think if you're doing it for charity, you know, fine. I'm going to get absolutely no, and give a lot of money to. I think you should drink through reasons. January and just quietly give to charity and shut up about it. That's I'm going to. I'm going to. Cockles going for it. He's gone shock jock, Frank. Cockles gone wild. I don't know what's going on. Here. Anyway, it's been great working with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly worried. I think we're only about half a mile from a nature reserve as well, and we're coming out with all this. The fireworks yeah. are flying. We've also I, bet, had a t- I bet we're more than half a mile from a nature <laughs> reserve. We've had a tweet in saying, completely agree with Emily, no dry January for me, and that's from Linda Best. Great oh. surname, Linda. What do you hate? Charity, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm going to now, I've decided I'm going to spend the whole month raising money for poor, impoverished, starving writers. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. I'm going to call it penury <laughs> because they idea. work with their pens, you see. Uh-huh. Why don't you do poor. it for programme associates? You never get credited and have to write other people's material. Uh, it doesn't happen on my show, thank you very uh-huh. much. Shining <laughs> 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 Okay. I'd love it if that was a charity, Frank. What? Penury? For programme associates. Oh, but I think, wouldn't there be what? They're all making a fortune. But, you know, the starving, oh, yeah. the old fashioned starving writer in his garret, who, mm. who's raising money for them? Penury, it's the way forward. Yeah. Join here first. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't want to get embroiled in the, the uh, Christmas pudding dish gate again between you two. Uh, we haven't had any answers to whose dish it is. Well, do you know why that is? Because they all know I'm right, but they're scared of you. They're not scared. <laughs> well, that's what it is, because you're the host, you're the boss. I mean, I did bring this up saying I don't want to get into it again, okay, but we sorry. appear to have got into it again. Okay. No, no, it's fine. But you, know I... what, you know what, Frank? Have it. Oh, oh, oh God. God. <laughs> that doesn't sound <laughs> passive-aggressive at all. What I might do is go and smash it up the wall. <laughs> that's a good idea. You took it to that Turkish wedding, actually, didn't you, in between Christmas and New Year? Is it the Turks or the Greeks? That oh, it's Greeks, that? yeah. No, I, I oh, want you to that. have it, Frank. The fewer the fewer receptacles I have for eating in my house, the better. Oh dear. Alan, a, over to you. What a story. Mm. Um, I, you I could use it for steam in there. Oh, yeah. Just get, that, that's breakfast out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very clichéd Christmas <laughs> thought. Uh, in fact, quite a lot of, of times during December. I did that thing, and I'm sure this is a cliché, of eating Christmas pudding and eating mince pies and thinking... Why don't we have this the rest of the year? What is wrong with us? Well, why? I mean, are, are mince pies available in like September? Mm. Are they in the shops? See, I don't like. I find myself eating mince pies and think, why don't we have these every other year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really? not. I, I, yeah, I'm not that keen. I ate Christmas pudding four days on the trot as well, and I really enjoyed it. And I, I'm with. As you mentioned, I like that Katy Perry song. (laughs) 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 That was the original. She realised it didn't scan. Christmas pudding for all days on the trot, and I liked it. (laughs) I think she'd be a big star. Delicious. Yeah, she'd be. 
She'd be a bigger she'd person. Be a bigger. <laughs> she'd be a lot bigger. <laughs> Too if, big she was, if she was as good as her word. Yeah. Lovely. Love it. Did you like Christmas it? Christmas pudding, honestly. No. I'm, yeah, love really? it. Honestly, I could eat I it I just like the receptacles. Day. Yeah, yeah the dish. It's all about the dish for you, isn't the it? The Claridge's dish. We had the, the classic turkey for like four days, five days. Yeah. I ended with a turkey pasta. And then we went round uh, oh, Adrian Charles' holiday home for New Year's Eve. And he did us a turkey roast dinner. No. Yeah? Did he? Weirdo. Turkey that's crown. Oh, that's lovely. Did he? That's what I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And I also had a bit of confusion as to what era my Christmas was in, because my son was oh. given a Nintendo Wii. I was eating After Eights, and we were watching SpongeBob SquarePants the, oh. on the mornings. He's got decades into all over the shop. Yeah, and, and I had a drink of Bailey's on New Year's Eve. <laughs> thinking, what, oh. what time warp am I in? I don't after know what, Eights. Oh, I love After Eights. Do they, they do mean AM, don't they? Because <laughs> I've been having them at breakfast. I think they mean August. Oh, good. Oh, I've got really into the Bendix. What? Oh, the Bendix Mint. It's like the After Eight, but it's a it's a little bit more classy. Oh, Can I'm you not still surprised. get a matchmaker? Not at all. Oh, yes. yeah. I don't mean in a Jewish village. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you get, can you get those little thin? What sort of twig twiglets for the uh, for, for kids? Mint and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple last night actually. Did you? A couple of matchmakers. You had After Eight and matchmakers. <laughs> no, I didn't have After Eight yesterday. Hair. Yesterday was your a diet has gone out the window. No, ma- matchmakers. Was, I was a guest at a friend's house, and he said, "Do you want a couple of matchmakers?" And I said, "Do I ever?" You've got a bit secretive about your life. Guest at a friend's house. <laughs> yeah, guest at a friend's great house. Great friend who and numbers <laughs> the amount of matchmakers. Do you want a couple of matchmakers? <laughs> that is two. Yeah. What about when I turned up to a dinner party? He wants matchmakers and a bottle of Advocar. Oh, that sounds like my Christmas. What, what year was that? <laughs> I used to be able to identify with that advert for Advocar when the bloke said evenings and mornings. I drink mornings. <laughs> of course, you I'm did. A fellow alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Frank? If there's not dust on the bottle, I don't want to know. Yeah, that does sound like I prefer elder men. That's <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful way of putting it. Does, yeah. Oh, I like them with a bit of dust on the bottle. <laughs> I do. And mm. Speaking of dust on the bottle, I also watch television with old people this Christmas time. Did you? Well, I think that is a tradition, certainly. What did you What did you watch with them then? Um, that uh, Victoria Wood musical thing that your friend was in, in fact, Frank. Conleth Hill. Oh, was, was in Con it. In it. And, um, even as the opening credits started and there's a lingering shot on Michael Ball, who was doing fantastic acting, might yes. I just say, my father-in-law was going, who is he? Who is this Michael Ball? And, <laughs> and my mother-in-law was going, it's Michael Ball. I don't know him. Why should I know him? And I thought, this is going to be a long programme. I like it like he's an X-Factor winner. He's 16. <laughs> Who's this Michael 16? Ball? You see, I would have immediately froze the telly and sang Love Changes Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Because you've got to put people right before they can enjoy a, a Michael Ball. I'd love to hear before. you sing that, Frank. Well, well, he was great in it. I'll, sing it, it I'll sing it during the next song. Love changes everything. Except underclothes. Is that right? Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. So I think I've stumbled on an invention after uh, watching TV with old people. You know, we have subtitles where it comes up what they're saying for people Mm. that can't hear. Mm. I actually think we should now have subtext titles where it flashes up 
this child in this scene is the man that was in the previous scene in a different <laughs> era. Yes. <laughs> because about three quarters of the way through the programme, they went, oh, is that the young version of him? <laughs> you think that was made pretty clear it in the opening five minutes. I think they should always wear the same outfit if it's the same person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I do as well. Name badges, they'd be handy in some of those that big dramas. Name badges, yeah. Frank, ruins it. Yeah, uh, you know, have you ever done that when you think, "Oh, is that the one who?" Sometimes they use very samey-looking actors as well. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem I have is that if I miss out on a big bit of subtext, I then find that it makes me a little bit like I feel a bit kind of embarrassed, and so I then don't express an opinion on the the thing that I've watched or read. Like I didn't quite get the Life of Pi. You know the book, The Life of Pi. Mm. I felt like I missed a thing that somebody said to me afterwards. Oh, you know, the, mm. there's a point that. And I just didn't pick up on it. So I don't really know if I enjoyed the book. Whereas, that Victoria Wood thing finished, and my mother-in-law and father-in-law, who chuntered all the way through it, not getting it, turned around and chunted. went, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> well, at least they're positive about yeah. it. That's a good way to be, isn't it? Not get it, but still like it. So what is there in Life of Pi that I've... Uh that well, I've missed. someone said that it was a cannibalism story and that he's making it up, isn't he? Keep it light. Oh, I didn't, didn't realise that. that. I didn't. Yeah, I, I missed it's that. It's an odd title for a uh, cannibal, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? I thought it was the Rick Waller story. <laughs> oh God, we've gone back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, it's uh, all gone a bit matchmakers and apricots. Oh, I, went, I, went, I went to the fat chair. But it was covered in cobwebs. <laughs> I don't think there is a. He's standard. old school fat chair. Is, yeah. we, who's in the fat chair now? Oh, we're not going to do this. Still again, are we? Okay, sorry. No, we probably shouldn't harsh. do it. It is harsh. You're yeah. right. I'll be in the fat chair. Well, man, we all will be eventually. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. On the subject of weddings, um, am I right, right now in saying that the, the wedding is the last remaining refuge of the garter? Oh, I see. What's the only time it's worn? I'm sure Anora would occasionally <laughs> wear a garter, a streetwear. That's Frank's sister, by the way. Yeah, I think women. Really? Men, I think women wore, wore garters as a bit of you know, if on a Saturday night out, oh, I think I'll wear a garter. Well, didn't they have a practical? Why they didn't they hold a stocking? Or were they purely yeah, decorative? I, I don't. I think they became decorative. I oh. think, uh, yeah, and often, and often mm. to be this, that sort of crocheted one with an interlaced ribbon that one sees at a wedding. But now, yeah, sounds horrible. But um, <laughs> I'd love to. If any of our readers, any of you, ever wear a garter? Oh, because that's not creepy in a non-wedding capacity. Well, also, there's going to be a great pun when we get an email about this, and it says re-garter. <laughs> oh. We'll get some knights moves. Yeah, if we get, if anyone from Henley falls into this, that would be so <laughs> absolutely perfect. But I would, I, w I would really, um, I'd really like well, to know the answer. Some to of that. the the adult underwear shops, they mm -hmm. sell the black ones, don't they, with the red yeah, bow detail. That, that, isn't that a sexy that's lady sort, sort of thing? costume, though, isn't it? Mm. Okay, shops. I'll bear that in mind. It's a, don't you wear it? You'd wear it with a sort of maid outfit or something like that. But I'm on you like a role-playing game, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Shops. Yeah, no, no, I like to play agents. <laughs> I didn't say I like to play French maids. I play no, agents. They're on lousy money. Some men, some men actually fantasise about playing agents. Mm. Do they? No, they don't. Never. No. 
Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've got... Have we got any AOB to do? I'll tell you what. Did what? I, do you remember I told you that I was... Um, I'd recorded some bedtime stories for um, I do CBeebies. remember that. Yes. Um, well, CBeebies very kindly sent me the, uh, the DVD of, of my bedtime stories. Oh, yeah. With me saying stuff like, Hello, my name's Frank. Do you ever think how lovely it would be? And, and then into the story. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got one and um, I showed it to Boz. And after about, I'd say five minutes in, he said, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, did, I mean, I didn't do a formal introduction. Yeah. Um, but then I've done this thing ever since I slightly tortured myself. Because he always is allowed a bit of telly before he goes to bed. Mm-hmm. And I say, right, do you want um, Daddy reading bedtime stories or Peppa Pig? And every time he says Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh, and even no. his tone is a bit, oh, Peppa Pig? <laughs> what? Oh, thank you. It's that. a no-brainer. Why do I keep going to it, yeah. though? It's like when you get the sore tooth and you keep putting your tongue in it. Oh, don't go back Pepper to the rejection. Pig. Stop bothering me with this. Pepper Pig. <laughs> Frank. Yes? I think you're just as good as Pepper Pig, and you can use that for your tour posters. Thank you very much. <laughs> I wish I'd got his money. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, coming up next is uh, Pete Donaldson. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming back after our. Yeah, after but I'm our off shop, again now. After our greatest. Oh, you're, you're not here next week. I'm going week. to the Maldives, thank you. Have a lovely time. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> once again, just in case we haven't alienated the audience enough during this show, <laughs> going with one last dig in the ribs. <laughs> Okay, so thanks so much for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week, will two of us. Anyway, now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.